Podcast City Network. Hey, to all the listeners out there who are bruised up from the martial arts training, CBD products are a great way to ease the pain by reducing inflammation. It also helps with anxiety and your mood. In fact, there's a great company out there in Colorado by the name of Kenovia that sells great CBD products. Get more information from Kenovia.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-V-I-A.com. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest host. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. In paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com, and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hi everyone, welcome to the uh, Mark the Shark MMA show. A happy new year to everybody. Uh, hopefully 20 is a good one. I'm just waiting for my guests to arrive. Um, 
just so everybody knows, uh, not only do I have the show here on Twitch, but I also have the show on um, in a podcast format that's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and I also have a YouTube channel called the Martha Shark Emma Show uh, YouTube channel. So make sure that you uh, follow me, not only on this channel, but also on the on my YouTube channel. Subscribe to that channel. Um, if you're a member of Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to this channel for free. If not, you know, just try to follow it. And um, just so you know, tomorrow, Sunday, I have another uh, brand new episode coming out on my podcast. You can listen to my podcast either on my website at www.marktheshark.com or at anchor.fm slash Shark. Again, you can also look for it on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and I and Spotify. But the easiest way, like if you just want to, all right, I want to get to it right away, is to go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. All right, now this week's episode... This episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Save 15% with the co- promo code Mark the Shark MMA Show on any product on the Defense Soap uh, website. Also brought to you by Henzo Gracie Valley, Henzo Gracie Academy of Ramapo Valley, New Jersey. Save 10% if you use the promo code Mark the Shark MMA Show. Check them out at Ramapo Valley Jiu-Jitsu.com. is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. All you have to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. This is also this episode is also brought to you by Retorto Family Books. Go to www.ritortofamilybooks.com to get a great book to read, including the books I've written, Marcus the Vampire, and the Cabal of the Saga Begins, or my daughter's books, The Invisible Girl, and her new book, part of the Visible Girl series called A Little Bit Loud.
Just give me a second here. I seem to have it. Hey, Sean. What's up? How you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm good, man. How are you? How you doing? Good, good. Oh, good, ho hold on. Hold on one second. Good, good. Oh, ho hold on. All right. I had a big echo going on. I think it's better now. Yeah, I think we've got the echo. I'm trying to add myself in there, too. And hold on a second. Let me speak. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me speak. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. Right. I don't know why we're having a little problem with my audio, but at least we can see you. Yep. It's perfect. All right. So let me see if this will work. Weird. All right. We'll go with this one. So today we got a special guest on the show. His name is Sean Wallace. He's a professional MMA fighter from uh, from Canada, right? Yep. East Coast, Canada. East Coast. All right. That's great. That's great. Now, give us a little back, bit of a background on yourself. Like at what time did you start uh, your martial arts training? Like what age? Uh, was it late in life? Well, I did like traditional martial arts when I was a, a, a young kid. And um, then I played more uh, like uh, sports, like football and stuff when I was a teenager. And then around the age of 18 is when I picked up uh, training like for MMA, like uh, different different martial arts kind of all together. But it was, it's been about a little over 10 years now that I've been doing it. Okay. Now, what got you into MMA? Um, I, the Ultimate Fighter, actually. Um, like I was always uh, getting into fights and that kind of stuff as a 
as a teenager. And one of the guys I played football with one time came over and was like, man, you really got to watch this. And it was like the Ultimate Fighter season two or something. And we just uh, started watching that and I thought it was fantastic. And then it was not uh, within the next year or so, I started looking around to find um, a gym to train at. And then that was kind of how it all began. Okay. And then um, which do you find easier? Do you find the grappling aspects or or striking easier? I see a lot um, of jujitsu uh, stuff going on in your background there. Yeah. What is that? Well, the background there? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, it's Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in the background. Um, when I started uh, to train martial arts, because I was transitioning over from football, I just found some of the grappling a lot easier. And then, um, but I was just trying to be well-rounded and stuff. But I, w I took to grappling early on uh, a lot, um, a lot easier, I guess. And then over the last few years, I was just trying to bridge the gap and bring my striking up to that level. So like jujitsu and wrestling was. I don't want to say it was easy because they're both hard to do, but it um, they uh, those things were definitely easier for me to do. Okay. Now, what's the MMA organization that you currently fight out of now? I'm assuming it's in Canada. Yeah. So I've been fighting on the regional scene in Canada. Um, I'm fighting for a new promotion that's starting up called Fight League Atlantic. Um, oh, okay. And then, and then previously. I did a lot of fights for Elite One. They're out of New Brunswick. And I I fought for uh, the BTC fight promotion in Ontario um, last year. So, yeah, just, but it's all regional stuff, nothing too mainstream. Just trying to break okay. through. Okay. Now, since you're pro now, like you're like, what, eight and two, I think? Yeah, eight and two. Okay. At what age did you start uh, your first? amateur fight i'm assuming you, you went you started out as an amateur right and then you went pro or did you go right to pro no i had uh, two amateur fights and uh i think i was 19 or 20 years old when i had my first amateur fight and um yeah so then i had two of those within uh a year and a bit maybe like 14 16 months and then just like the infrequency of the cards on the east coast in canada really kind of um made me want to turn pro and uh so then i just turned pro after that oh okay okay and then what was your like first mma fight like were you nervous or the my first amateur fight i was terrified it was it was like uh, it was just such a different experience, and to go out and just uh, not that I wasn't ready for it, but when I went out, I was like, "Oh wow, this is for real!" And you're, you're worried about being embarrassed and some of those kinds of things. And uh, yeah, so it was a big, uh, it was like a big shock to me. And then it wasn't, it wasn't in, like till years later, like now where I still get nervous fight day and maybe on the walkout and stuff. But now it's not as big of a deal having 10 plus fights than it was those those first few like four or five six fights in it really man i was scared it was horrible <laughs> yeah i can imagine now i'm assuming that you train all year round right uh yes uh i don't 
I don't want to say I don't ever take time off, but uh, or like um, maybe you take a few weeks off in the summer or something like that. But I try to stay as consistent as possible and train a couple times a week for sure. And uh, when competitions come up, you, you definitely ramp it up. But um, uh, when you're not in fight camp, like it's not fight camp isn't the time to start learning new stuff, right? You want to. You want to try to learn new new tricks and stuff out of fight camp, like throughout the rest of the year. And when fight camp camp comes around, you just kind of polish your stuff. And um, yeah, so you need to train all year round to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now you had, I think you said you have a fight coming up, right? I think you mentioned that in the email. Today. You have a fight coming up now. Yes. Okay. When when does that fight take place? Uh, February eighth is uh, is the date of that fight. February eighth. Who who are you fighting? Fighting a guy from Saskatchewan named Ryan Rohovich. Mm. What do you know yeah. about him? Is he more of a grappler or striker? Or? Well, he's kind of hard to find stuff online. Like uh, you can only find really videos of him beating people up. You don't see. Uh, any of much many of his losses online, but um, I'm gonna take it as if he's well-rounded. But I'm guessing he's more of a grappler, I think. Okay. But uh, he he looks like um like a sizable guy. Um, he has some experience behind him, so um, really like I think that's what he's gonna do. But ideally, I'm just I'm gonna worry more about myself. And uh, hopefully he's going to worry about me too, kind of thing. But uh, like, if he's a ghost like that, it's it's so hard to track down information, especially on the regional level. Like, you don't have a lot of videos and stuff of people, and so it's kind of hard. Now, how many times do you fight in a year? Well, the last few years, it's been maybe one or two a year. It's not that not by choice necessarily, but uh, when I started out, like. Uh, I when I first turned pro, I had three fights in three months, and then after that, like I had some school stuff going on, and just the the lack of cards around here, like this area of Canada, or um, maybe lack of opponents, or just myself not being ready. Um, they it really slowed down to like a fight a year kind of thing, or maybe two. Ideally, I think three times a year it would be nice, but. Um, it all depends how your fights go. Like I, I fought earlier this year, and it was a five-round war, and uh, I was banged up for a little while after that. So like, it would have been nice to fight again earlier, but um, it just my body wasn't ready for it. <laughs> wow! Now you're up in Canada. Do you ever train at uh, at uh, George St. Pierre's gym? Try starting them at all? Just curious. No. No, I've never traveled over. I know quite a few people that have, like they, they utilize the dorm system and go spend some time up there. It's just, it's uh, it's one of those things like, it would be nice to do, but like I have a full-time job. I can't just walk away and, and run off and do that stuff. Like I got bills to pay and stuff. So um, I'm very fortunate that I have a very good team where I'm at and um, really good coaching. So. Um, it would be nice to be in that big gym atmosphere, but I do get a lot of like one-on-one -on -one time and stuff with my coaches and uh, with the team that I have around me is pretty good. So um, I'm very fortunate that way. Oh, that's great. 
That's great. Yeah, some guy, I've, one guy from my jiu-jitsu school went over there. And I know my um, jiu-jitsu instructor's been up there to help George St. Pierre prepare for a couple of fights. Who's your jiu-jitsu instructor? Uh, Carl Masara. He's under Henzo Gracie. Oh, okay. John Danaher. Yep. Yeah, so I, I know he's been up there a few times. I yeah, there's a, there's a couple Henzo Gracie affiliates in the Maritimes up here and... Uh, like we're, and we're like ours is a Gracie Jiu Jitsu, but we're affiliated under Hoyler, so okay. it's, it's it's all the same. You know what I mean? The atmosphere, just a different um, different big boss man, I guess. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, what part of Canada are you from again? Uh, I'm originally from New Brunswick, but I live in Prince Edward Island right now. So most of the people watching, they probably have never even heard of Prince Edward Island, but yeah, yeah, it's a very so small like, problem. Where, where is that near? Like what? Um... Like, what's the biggest city near there? Is it Montreal or Quebec or? So we're east of Quebec. Um, so the two bigger cities around, uh, like in, in Prince Edward Island, there's not many big cities, but uh, like Halifax is a couple hours drive. Moncton is a couple hours drive. So like Halifax is in Nova Scotia, Moncton's in New Brunswick. Those are kind of two bigger cities. And um, oh, okay. yeah, but it's, uh, um, yeah, it's it's very small. Like, like the the province I'm from, New Brunswick, they have less than a million people. Nova Scotia has a, maybe a million or a little bit more than a million people that live there. And then like Prince Edward Island, it's its own province, but there's only 150,000 people that live here. Very small. Oh wow. Yeah. And then, and then um, is like MMA big there? I'm assuming it's getting big in Canada because of your um, thing here. Yeah, well, it, it was it was really big for a while, and then like you know, I mean, it kind of it goes in spurts, and like the East Coast had a good fight scene for a while, and then it like slowed down. And it's mostly for like promotions, like the amount of uh, fights that are on there. Like a bunch of people can train, but if there's not a lot of uh, competitions to kind of showcase your skills, in, you're going to have uh, a tougher time, like just getting the talent and. Uh, to continue so it's good that uh, like a province like Ontario for example it's a big province it has a lot of money and it was not until a few years ago that it was um, I don't want to say it wasn't legal but they were having a tough time with their commission and they kind of fixed that so now you're, you're getting a lot more promotions out of Ontario and they're more central so they can kind of feed from both ends of the country rather than uh, like there's some long-running promotions in Western Canada but the travel, it's so expensive to fly in Canada that a lot of promotions don't want to bring fighters out. So mm. it, that, that can be kind of a hurdle to try to overcome. Wow. Now, when you've gotten into MMA, like, was there any particular fighter that you looked up to? Uh, when I first started out, like, George St. Pierre was a big deal. But uh, I guess the first fighter that I really thought was real badass was Chuck Liddell. So he was at the yeah, top yeah. when I when I got in, and I was like, man, that guy's amazing. Like, just kind of like yeah. At that time, he had an iron chin. He, nobody nobody was really taking him down. He was just sprawling and just beating the hell out of people. So that was pretty cool. And then George was on his way up, and then George got to the top, and it was just it was it was really cool to see like him be able to um, just pe keep people guessing where they when he'd be striking with people, they would think he's going to take them down. And then when he was taking people down, he, the people thought he were going to strike with them. Just uh, he was just kind of ahead of the game, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And what's amazing about it is that he never wrestled. He didn't no. start off wrestling, you know? Yeah. He's a karate guy. <laughs> but it's like a lot, a lot of people would talk about stuff like his wrestling. It's not like he was like a like a freestyle wrestler or anything like that. Like, but like he had a really good like double leg and uh, he just, he made him like, he found things that worked out really well for him. You know what I mean? Compared yeah. to uh, like, instead of having to be um, um, like, he wasn't really chain wrestling and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like he was like, he would just blast with people. He would jab your face off. And then when he got close enough, he would just drive right through you. Exactly. It's kind of like amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he, was yeah a, he was a great and you know what else I liked about him too is that he he wasn't cocky. You know, he was yeah. very humble. He let yeah. his fighting do the talking, you know. Yeah. Is that how you are? Uh well you are know, you one of those cocky guys like Conor McGregor. No, that's not Let's me. have a panty night. Man, like <laughs> I know that that's a way to make money and stuff like that. And like yeah. like I'll talk a little trash and stuff like that, but I don't I don't really get too aggressive that way like um it, it's it's a lot to have to be on all the time like especially when people are putting on those characters like and and nowadays you have to be careful because like some of the stuff off the cuff i might offend someone and it's a very touchy yeah. time you can't say the wrong thing to the wrong person like you could roast someone and it could be hilarious to you and your group of friends or some people watching but the wrong people hear it then you just blacklisted yourself from promotions or sponsors or anything right so it's better to shut up and be a good boy exactly now i know you got that that fight coming up yeah i think you said it's in february now do you yep. have any like uh, particular sponsors that you like to mention on the show uh, yeah, I have um, my my main sponsor for this one is uh, uh, it's a company called First Choice Marine. They're out of uh, okay. southeastern New Brunswick. They're a boat um, like a, a everything marine, whether it's uh, boat restorations or um, anything and everything yeah. you can imagine that's boat related. I have um, uh, Bam Text. They're like um, uh, like a multimedia kind of company. Um, I have uh, Wiltac blades. They make custom blades and sheaths for blades. Uh, I have Kios Photography. They do a lot of sports photography. And uh, I wrote them down. I don't want to forget. I'll get in trouble if I. Hey man, keep, keep going, man. This is this is for you today. Yeah, <laughs> I I have um, uh, Shediac Glass and Maintenance. They they're like anything glass related like whether it's windshields or glass on your fireplace you know what i mean they can they can do it all uh i got adrenaline uh, gym and fitness in the the summerside uh just a city that's uh close to me it's just a all-around fitness center um they're treating me really well and the trainer there uh, dan archibald he's uh he's a uh, very sought after around here for his uh for his personal training and he can really whip you into shape so big shout out to that guy and uh, yeah i'm pretty sure that, that was it that's the hit list that's that's yeah, everybody that's I'm, current i'm amazed because normally i ask this question maybe a guy's got one or two yeah. you know so do you do you market yourself um or? when you when you say market what do you mean like because you i mean like you rattled off like five or six sponsors there so you must yep. be like 
be popular or do you do you market yourself up well, there? Do you have- well, some of it is like reoccurring sponsors and just um, just like we're, we're talking earlier about people trash talking and stuff. Like I'm trying to be a nice guy to people and not rub people the wrong way and do whatever I can on social media. Like I'm not super active on social media, but these are all people that I've come in contact with that like my like what I'm selling, I guess, or they want to be associated somehow. So um, it uh, uh, business is being good for me lately. Like I remember when I started out, sponsors were hard to come by, and not that they're super easy now, but um, you, you treat it like a business. You know what I mean? Like don't just show up like a meathead and come in and be like, hey man, you want to give me some money and stuff like that. It's like it, yeah. It, approach them with a with some paperwork and some uh like a kind of like a business plan like if you're trying to go in a, a partnership with someone like or a contract kind of thing like yeah you want hey would you do you want to come on board with my with myself as a like a small business you know what i mean you, you treat your fight career like a small business and um you you approach people and it makes sense to them they're like okay cool rather than you walk in like hey well, you want to give me some money and i'll put your logo on my shirt you know what i mean like that doesn't sound as appealing to someone as uh, like a like a, a sought out like a, a, a well thought out plan. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds like you got you got it all down, Sean. So any anybody else who's watching the show or listening to this when it becomes a podcast form, which will be in like a week or two, mm-hmm. um, Sean seems like a good guy to help you market your products. Now, if they wanted to get in touch with you, what are your social media pages? Uh, everything is under s wallace mma so that's twitter facebook instagram and that's about as far as i'm going into social media i'm not jumping on anything new i'm not doing anything else that's crazy but uh those are the three big ones for me so s wallace mma and um yeah look for me there okay and then do you 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 don't have a website or anything like that right or you do no no i was i was debating on the idea of a website and uh i've never gone through with it yet Man, it doesn't hurt to set one up. Yeah. Man. All right, man. So if uh, it was a great pleasure having you on the show, Sean. Appreciate and, it, man. Uh, everybody else out there, again, please subscribe or follow this channel. Uh, um, if you uh, have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to my Twitch channel for free. If not, um, just uh, what you might call it. You can just follow it. It will cost you nothing. And um, look forward to seeing you guys again on this channel. And again, don't forget, every Friday or Sunday, I have a new episode coming out on my podcast. You can see it on my website, www.markthesharkmmshow.com or anchor.fm slash show. Again, you can go to your favorite uh, podcast, your choice, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or many more like Stitcher. I'm there. And don't forget to subscribe also to my YouTube channel, The Mark Shark and Me Show. Uh, we're putting content out there as well. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, see you next week. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmma.com.
MMAShow.com, where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out www.markthesharkmmashow.com Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoy this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Again. That's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is how to keep his daughter safe but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets podcastcity.net facebook.com slash podcast city network hit that thumbs up you can send a tweet to podcast city network on twitter at podcast city net only on podcast city network Hey guys, I don't know if anybody saw this past weekend's UFC fight with uh, <coughs> Conor McGregor versus uh, Donald Cerrone. Um, I thought it was a good fight. Um, I'm probably going to cover this more in depth, hopefully, in another episode, but I just wanted to get this out, out there. So UFC 246 was pretty good. To be honest, I only saw the last two fights. Because I had a family engagement to go to. so But luckily I was able to catch the last two fights. Um, the one with uh, the final one. Conor McGregor versus Donald. And uh, Holly Holm versus uh, Raquel Pennington. 
Um, so let's start us off with Holly Holm. Uh, she did a very smart fight against Raquel Pennington. It was a little boring, but she had a more, because she had a more strategic uh, approach to the fight, um, as a lot of people from her camp tend to do. Um, she was like trying to prevent Raquel from being able to open up on the punches. Um, but for those of you who saw the fight, when Holly Holm wasn't able to pin her up against the cage, Raquel was able to get a couple of good shots off. But um, at the end of the day. She was just trying to tire her out and wear wear her out. Um, and I was actually surprised because Holly Holm is a multiple-time world champion boxer and also a kickboxing champion that she didn't try to um, stand in exchange with her more. She was more into uh, using the clinch and some grappling. I was actually very surprised by that. Um, Raquel is now like 10-8 and eight in the UFC. Holly is now 13-5. So we'll see who's, who she'll fight next. Um, I think Holly Holmes a great fighter. Hopefully she gets another shot at the belt. But there is a lot of stuff, competition out there. Now, as for the main event, Conor versus Roney. There really isn't too much to say because that fight was over in 40 seconds. I mean, all I can say is it was a dirty, dirty fight in the way that he... It was the dirty in a way, dirty and not and clean in a way. I mean, he used his tools. He used what he had at his disposal by using shoulder bumps and um, in the end throwing Donald totally off with those shoulder bumps. And it was weird because usually you see people using their shoulder when they're in a clinch up against the cage, but not in the center of the ring. And when he just cracked open his nose, Donald was just like stunned. So Connor did a great job. Now I don't know if he'll be able to take on the current uh, Usman, the UFC champ in the 170 division, but it would be like this nice to see him run. And I got some comments to make here. I see a lot of guys on Facebook before this fight, like I guess because of the way his antics out of the ring, but they didn't seem to do that with um, John Jones and way they were kind of tossing aside his fighting skills. And saying that he's the Dana White's new Ronda Rousey. And I don't know. To me, it kind of pisses me off. Because let me tell you guys. To win two world championships in two different weight classes. And there's a short amount of time period he did it. Is unheard of. So I don't know why all these, these trolls on the internet were bad-mouthing him. Was he being obnoxious a lot to his fighters? Did he take it over the edge? Yeah. But he's smart. By the end of the day, he's getting paid $3 million to fight, whereas Donald Cerrone, even if he won, was only going to get paid 400000 So he's a smart guy. I mean, it sucks that that's what caters to the majority crowd by being a, acting like a bully and, you know, like an asshole. But that's just the way it is. And then the same thing that they were doing with Ronda Rousey. I mean, give the girl some credit. You know, while she was the reigning champ, she... she she was beating people up, and she held the title for a long time. Anyway, so that's my two cents. Um, hopefully, we'll see what comes out of this. Hopefully, Donald Cerrone bounces back and comes back with a win because he's he's now three and six, and his you know he's lost three of his last uh, six fights. Or if you want to spin it, and think of it as uh, cup half full. He won three of his last six. But we'll see. I'm sure he'll bounce back. He's a great fighter. Um, 
My hat's off for tell him to get in the ring. Anyway, guys, we'll be back after this break. All right, guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M A R C underscore Retorto. R I T O R T O. Keep up to date and follow us. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-L. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.